Hello and welcome to Saints Live, the final whistle. I'm Steve Forbes and tonight Southampton have played out a thrilling but nervy 1-1 draw against the champions Manchester City here at St Mary's. It was a great atmosphere tonight and here to talk about all things about the match we've got former Saints captain Dean Hammond and NBC's lead soccer writer Joe Prince Wright. Well Dean, we'll come to you first purely because you predicted a 1-1 scoreline so that puts you now top of the Saints Live leaderboard for score predictions what did you make of that game oh it's nice to be top of the league to start <laughs> with uh, my optimism paid off steve which is which is nice but i mean what a game i'd love to have been there um, the atmosphere looks fantastic um, and what a performance from the players absolutely brilliant um, an amazing team performance some brilliant individual performances as well and great start a fantastic goal um, and and look to threat in, in that first half especially southampton Really interesting approach. I thought the, the press was a little bit more patient than we saw away at Man City. Um, real structure to it. Uh, and when Southampton just kept a really solid shape and, and limited Man City to, to opportunities, probably for about a good 35 minutes of that first half until Sterling had that opportunity, Greedy started getting on the ball a bit more, Foden started to get involved. But Southampton to a man were fantastic all night. Really, really good, exciting game. Um, and like I say, it was a brilliant watch and, and what a result. And um, I'm sure we'll talk about some players as, as we go through the show. But yeah, an amazing. And amazing. That atmosphere in the dressing room must be fantastic tonight. You saw the players going off the pitch, what it meant to the manager, what it meant to the players, what it meant to the crowd. So um, brilliant performance. And I really believe that Southampton deserve that point, even though Man City finished strong, had lots more possession. Um, I think there was a stat in the first half after about 20 minutes. Man City had, had 210 passes and Southampton only had 40. Um, but Southampton probably had three clear-cut chances. So brilliant, fantastic, made up for the players. Yeah, great evening. Now, Joe, it's it's cold out here up at the gantry, but after a performance like that, my heart's warm tonight. Oh, mine too, Steve. I mean, this is um, just what you want to see. When we spoke before the game, they had to do so many things right and then get a bit lucky in Man City, have a bit of an off day and everything came together. And, and as Dean mentioned there, even early in the second half, there was opportunities to go 2-0 up when Brogia hit the post, Bednarak had a follow-up and a couple of chances on the break there when Brogia went clean through and a great block from Laporte. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really encouraging from so many different points of view. I, I said to Dean before we started, it feels like watching Southampton Back in the 90s, that team spirit, the players, the group are digging deep. The fans are on side. They've got a team they can really be proud of. Everyone's pulling in the same direction. And that's how you get results like today. You know you're going to suffer uh, for most of the 90 minutes because City is so good. They have so much of the ball, 75% possession. But Mohamed Salasu was excellent at the back. Uh, defensively, so many great performances. But it was a total team effort. The goal summed it up as well. A wonderful team goal. And just so much to be proud about for Southampton fans out there. And you could see the manager reaction at the end. Ralph Hasenhutl was delighted. The players were delighted. So were the fans. And uh, everything just came together. And yes, it's only a draw. But to, to draw away and at home against Manchester City, who have been in absolutely unstoppable form so far this season, it shows how far Southampton have come. And they're learning. This young team are learning. I think we can see week after week. They managed the situation well, even when they were up against it in the second half. So, yeah, I cannot stop smiling, Steve. A really good night for Southampton fans everywhere. Well, before we get into more detail on the game, here's how it panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Solon. 
Maybe a lucky 13 for Southampton. They try and end that city run of wins. Redmond, Redmond's tucked in behind Cancelo. Gives it back to Walker-Peters. Oh, what a goal! Kyle Walker-Peters! And then Romeo plays it down the left wing. It's a great ball. Brozier controls into the box. Slips it past Edison. And it's 2-0. That's unbelievable, but the flag is going up on this near side. Phil Foden gets it low across the six-yard box. Sterling hits it. Oh, unbelievable. It stayed I, out. I can't believe he's missed it. James Ward-Prowse lost it to the edge of the six-yard box. Salisu goes up. Oh, the header onto the bar. And then the volley over the bar into the chapel end. Line of players lined up along the edge of the penalty area. The free kick comes in from the right. Forster comes out, goes back. It's 1-1. And Laporte does head the ball past him this time. And a desperate lunge from Salisu half clears it. Then De Bruyne fires it off it's the support. post. Brilliant shot. Into the final 15 minutes. De Bruyne with a 1-2. Was that clumsy from Romeo? I think De Bruyne initially maybe caught, kicked him against the back of his leg, Dave. Nobody can relax yet, but at least know that's not a penalty going against Saints, who were done by VAR in the first game. That's a little bit late. Yep, Stuart Armstrong a bit high, studs showing as well. It's a naughty one, It is because he's kept them. going, and he's gone down, he's gone down his thigh. And again, it's no red card. And Southampton end Manchester City's 12-match winning run in the Premier League. Dean, let's talk about that goal. Seven minutes in, an unlikely scorer. What a start. I mean, what a start and, and no better start. And, and what a fantastic goal as well. And it actually came from, from Man City having an opportunity where Sterling just misplaced his pass. And um, good interception, good reading of the game from Stuart Armstrong. And then Southampton had a spell of, I think the ball went into Shea Adams, come out. They, they kept possession when potentially you would have... Um, expecting to maybe try and counter-attack Man City and try and attack them early. But a good switch of play from Oyerama out to um, Carl Walker-Peters and then his his combination play with with Nathan Redmond. Great pass, great assist from from uh, involvement, sorry, from Nathan Redmond. And, and what a finish. A fantastic finish. It looked like it's, I think it's Carl Walker-Peters' first Premier League goal for, for Southampton. Um, and it's amazing. Outside of his foot, kind of curl but stays straight it's such a his technique is fantastic and then the Man City goalkeeper absolutely no chance but it was brilliant the celebration was fantastic all the players really happy for for Cole Capitas the crowd involved brilliant start just added to the atmosphere but the finish was fantastic the movement off the ball was great. The patience in the possession to the build-up in the goal, uh, to, to the goal, um, and the defensive play at the start of it, where Southampton were in a brilliant shape. Um, like I say, Stuart Armstrong intercepted that ball, and from that moment, Southampton in control of the football, counter-attack, brilliant finish. I mean, what a goal. Yeah, well, Joe, Southampton were, were great in spells going forward, but also were quite resolute at the back. Fraser For Forster making a great save from Raheem Sterling about 10 minutes before the end. Should it have been 1-1? It should have been. He should have finished it off, but I think Fraser obviously deserved that little bit of luck and did everything he could do from his point of view, stood tall, and he's such an imposing figure that I think in and around the box, if you're bearing down on goal and you've got Fraser Forster coming out here, it is off-putting for strikers, even the most experienced forwards out there. So uh, a great uh, piece of goalkeeping. There's a few moments like that in each half uh, where he came out and just made himself big and made it difficult for City to finish. And I think that just gave all the defenders confidence that, OK, we, we have total belief in the goalkeeper behind us. And as we mentioned before the game, there had to be players stepping up uh, defensively uh, for Southampton to get something today and Forster 
really good stop, but they were let off the hook at times by Man City. So it was a perfect storm for Southampton today to get something from this game. And uh, fair play to Fraser because, uh, you know, last week against Wolves came out, made a bit of a mistake for one of the goals, but obviously um, he's just taken it all in his stride and he is pretty reliable and pretty steady uh, while he's been in the team. So yeah, really, really good save. And uh, I feel like that just gave Southampton some momentum to carry in to half time and just get to half time one nil up and that could help them in the second half. Yeah, well, we'll get back to the match chat in just a sec. But let's hear from you, the fans who've been watching at home and sending in your comments. I've got a few of them here. A lot of love for Mo Salasu this evening. Sam Lane says, give Salasu the keys to the city after that performance. Ben Rice says, Salasu for Ballon d'Or as well. Uh, Fatty on YouTube said, Salasu deserved man of the match. Uh, Peter on YouTube says, two points against Man City. Uh, oh, sorry. Two points against Man City, two points more than most sides would have got. Yep, very much so. Uh, Gary Pearson says, get in there, get in there, boys. A great team performance. Uh, John Whitlam, terrific performance. Well done by the lads. Uh, Richard Hall says, Armstrong was man of the match for him. Uh, and Debbie Barnes says, what a great performance by the lads. Well done, Saints. Um, we also um, have had a comment in from a, a Saints legend. Um, you may know that she hasn't been alongside me, Kenzie Benali. She's off on a family holiday with her dad and they sent some photos in of them watching the game all the way from Barbados. Um, so amazing to get to get those comments in there and I really hope they enjoyed that match while they're off there sunning themselves on the beach. Uh, now back to the chat, lads. Uh, Dean, how good was Southampton's discipline in the first half? Absolutely brilliant, Steve. Um, I, the, the biggest or the best part of it was the, the discipline within that structure and within the, within the shape to to hold a shape and, and keep a shape against such quality players of, of Man City, but also uh, the discipline to, when they won the ball back, be effective with the ball. Um, you talk about, you know, Brozier's disallowed goal, the penalty opportunity again was offside, um, some good moments for, for Southampton. Um, but you, the the discipline and the defensive play from the whole team was brilliant. There was moments where uh, I think that there was a fantastic tackle, tackle or interception from Nathan Redmond as De Bruyne is about to come in and strike the ball. You know, really diligent in his job. Um, every player knew their role today and worked really, really hard. Lots of energy. Um, it looked like there was lots of communication from the team as well. Um, which is really, really important. But the ball's coming in the box. The clearances were good. Uh, the timing of the clearances, the reading of the game. There was so much to applaud about that defensive display, uh, display in, the, in the first half from Southampton. And like Joe touched on, you know, a couple of good saves from Fraser Forster were really, really important. Um, but I thought it was a very, very good performance. And you can congratulate that performance because it looked like they've worked really hard on the training ground this week to to conduct themselves and be ready and be prepared for what Man City are going to bring. And I think that needs to be applauded. That goes to the manager and the coaches, uh, the awareness how Man City are going to play. But to carry it out from the players is fantastic and they deserve to go in at 1-0. And like Joe, I was just praying that they were going at 1-0 because if Man City had got an equaliser, it would have deflated and it's very, very difficult. Um, but that dressing room would have been a happy place at half-time. So yeah, first half, fantastic. Well, let's move on to the second half then. And Man City did have large amounts of possession in that half, but arguably Southampton had the better chances at the start of the second period. Joe, should it have been 2-0 to the Saints before the City equaliser? 
Probably should have been, Steve. I think if you're going to beat Man City, they don't concede a lot of goals, so you've got to take those big chances. But I don't think it, they weren't bad misses. Obviously, Brozier went clean through and Laporte came out of nowhere uh, with a great block and Edison closed the angle down really well as well. So, uh, And then he hit the post with kind of a half chance the header, the way it flashed in and Bednarak, he was under pressure with the rebound. So not bad misses at all, but those kind of half chances, those opportunities, if you're going to beat Manchester City, um, you have to take them because it was always going to be difficult to stop them scoring today, given their attacking prowess and how many different ways they can hurt, hurt you. But I think the second half, we just saw Saints run out of steam a little bit. I think they worked so hard, as Dean mentioned there in the first half, to when they not only defended well and won the ball back, then connect the passes and pick out from the back to midfield, midfield to attack the right ball and keep the ball. We spoke about that before the game. That was so important. And that got Saints on a really good platform in the first half to get the lead and then have those opportunities in the second half. So I think, Steve, um, you know, it, it's one of those things you look back on it and you probably say, oh, yeah, it could have been two or maybe three and a half if you take those chances. But I think we're being a bit greedy there. And on the, the balance of play, um, you know, those both teams have very good chances and uh, it was a very fair result and a deserved point for Southampton. But yeah, I, I just think keeping the ball and that was the key to this game. And Saints did that really well for the first 50, 55 minutes. And then obviously City came back into the game and dominated. Yeah, well, Man City did find an equaliser in that second period through Emmerich Laporte. I can't even say his name. Emmerich Laporte uh, from a set piece from Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, Dean, do you want to talk us through that equaliser? Yeah, again, I think it's it's something that Man City would have looked at and analysed. If you look at Southampton um, during the season so far, they've been really effective at, high, at holding a really high line from defensive free kicks. Um, and, and catching a lot of teams offside. Um, and it has been very, very effective and worked very, very well. But I think today it's, it's clever play. If you look at the, the run from Laporte, he holds his run. So there is a couple of Man City players that you could say were offside, but they're not involved in the play. Um, but Laporte times his run really, really well. But when that happens, if you're keeping that high line um, and the, you're a defending player, and someone runs from deep, then you still need to make contact and stop that run. And I think it's Brozier potentially who's marking Laporte. But it's a good header. Um, but the delivery from Kevin De Bruyne is is exceptional because on on first look at it, I'm probably thinking Fraser Forster. He comes, he stops. You're thinking, commit yourself, go and win that. But on reflection, looking at the replay, I think the delivery is so good. The Fraser Forster thinks he can come and get it. The ball kind of moves away from him. Laporte gets there and he can't. And it's just a, it's a brilliant delivery. It's a very, very clever run um, and just unfortunate because Southampton have been brilliant at that this, this season, keeping that high line and catching teams offside. So congratulations to Man City because they would have looked at that in training and something they would have noted down. Um, so good delivery, good run. And you probably have to say Man City deserved that. And a one-run draw, I would say, is a fair result. Yeah, most definitely. There was a there was a quick check for offside for that goal that that was uh, yes ruled that it was onside. But there were two VAR checks in quick succession in the second half. Joe, a rather lengthy pause for a penalty check for Man City. What was your view on that one? Like every Southampton fan, I was sitting there absolutely just in tatters. But um, on on that particular penalty incident. I think it was correct. I think they, they showed it so often and it really wasn't a clear and obvious error to not give a penalty kick. Um, De Bruyne obviously ran into Salasu Romeo, kind of got sandwiched in between them. 
think it was a natural kind of contact of a game. It wasn't someone dangling their leg out or lunging in. Um, there was a bit of contact. It looked like on the very final angle you saw that clipped De Bruyne's foot, but even that was outside the box where that contact was made on his foot. But then Salasu right on the, the penalty box, on right on the line. So I was getting a bit nervous there as a Saints fan, considering some of the VAR decisions that have gone against them in recent months. But I think the referee got it spot on. But VAR should have taken a little bit quicker, I think, on that one, because it was pretty clear from the first 20, 30 seconds of that check that it wasn't going to be conclusive, whether, whether or not it was a clear and obvious error. And Dean and I have been big on calling for maybe a time limit on these decisions. Give it 25, 30 seconds. And if you can't see a clear error after that, then just play on. So, uh, yeah, it took, took a little while, Steve. The nerves were jangling there a little bit. But I think that was the correct decision to have no penalty kick on De Bruyne. Yeah, the nerves are jangling, but some of us watching up here were losing the will to live the length of time it took on there. Uh, the second one, Dean, it was for uh, Stuart Armstrong, a high boot on Laporte. What were your views on that one? If I'm honest, Steve, I feared for Stuart. I must admit, um, my initial reaction before I saw a replay of, of, the, of the incident and the challenge that it was high um, and it was late. Um, and obviously with the, the penalty decision that had just not been given, um, I know referees are not supposed to do it, um, but I thought he might even it up and, and give Man City an, an advantage in the decision. Um, and on reflection, if I'm totally honest and I see it, I expected it to be a red card. Um, it, it is a little bit high and a little bit late. Um, Stuart Armstrong can only tell you himself whether he meant to go for the ball or he was going for the player. Um, so, yeah, I think, look, they tend to even themselves out during the season. I think that's still relevant, even in the modern game, the decisions. Um, and this is one that went for, for Southampton. Um, and, and rightly so, I think, because Southampton didn't deserve to lose today. And it's very, very difficult to go down to 10 men against Man City, especially when they had the momentum at that time, especially with all the effort that the Southampton players have put in during during the game. It would have been really unfortunate to to lose the game later on against with 10 men against Man City, because that would have been difficult. So, um, look, a good decision for for Southampton and for Stuart Armstrong. It wasn't a red card, but I think we potentially got away with one there. Maybe a wee bit lucky there. Well, let's hear from the fans. We've got some more comments. They're flooding in this evening after that performance. Uh, Sam Nicholson says, Salasu, an absolute legend. Loads of love for Salasu this evening. Uh, Glenn Brachet says, an absolutely fantastic effort from the lads. Andrew Freeman says, the whole, the whole team deserves man of the match tonight. Dan Fox says he's looking forward to seeing that amazing Carl Walker-Peters goal across his timeline for the rest of the week. Uh, Dawn Marsh says, well done, Sam. Uh, Stephen Hand says Forster was amazing tonight. Sally Havercroft, Havercroft Oakley says absolutely brilliant performance this evening. And David Watts says brilliant work from Ralph tonight. The right team selection and good timing on the subs as well. Now, Joe, we know how consistent Manchester City have been this season. And we looked at the team sheet before the game and it's about the best one that they could have put out. So given that, how impressive is the performance and the result tonight? Hugely impressive, Steve. I'd say that is the best result of the season. Um, I think it's better than going away to Man City. Early in the season, they were just kind of clicking through the gears and weren't really up to speed. Um, it's still a good point then, but I think now with a whole week for them to prepare for this game, fly in after 12 straight wins in the Premier League, for them to be at full strength today and come down to St Mary's and Saints really rip them apart at times when they could put passes together and went ahead and could have gone 2-0 up. 
it was a really, really high-level performance. And it, I think it'll give this young team a lot of belief for the rest of the season. You know, they don't have anything to fear now, even when they come up against Tottenham and Man United in the next few weeks. Then go out there, they know that they've gone toe-to-toe with the best team in the Premier League. And as we said before, probably the best team in the world on current form. And they have given their all and they've been had a chance of winning that game and got a very, very deserved point. So I think Southampton fans all over the world, I know in the US, a lot of people who watch our coverage of Embassy Sports are really raving about Saints displays and a lot of Saints fans all over there and everywhere else. They'll be absolutely loving that tonight and reflecting on a, a job well done. And I know Kenzie... Franny and the Benali family. I hope they're having a drink in Barbados to celebrate that as well. So, Yeah, we're not <laughs> jealous night. at all, are we? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> well, let's hear it from Ralph Hootel now. Here's what the Saints boss had to say after the game. Yeah, very, very, very pleased. Uh, unbelievable feeling to be unbeaten against the champions or with four, uh, future champions. And this is what they will be because this is the toughest, the best team in the league, I must say. But uh, we did a good job today, I must say. We fight it for everything and scored a beautiful goal. Could score another one, but yes, we had a fantastic goalkeeper, a fantastic center uh, back. Uh, both were fantastic today. And uh, this is what you have to have. You really took the game to them in that first half as well, didn't you? How, how satisfied were you with how on the front foot your team was? Yeah, when we are fresh, uh, then we can run, then we can give it a little bit higher pressure, and then it's tough for them to play through our lines. The longer the game goes and the less possession you have, the, t- the harder it is. And this was the issue in the second half when we stopped playing and we stopped having the ball, and then it is super tough because they have so much quality, and then uh, you're defending deep around the box, you must throw in every shot, and this is super tough. Yeah. Well, Saints fans have got a little wait to watch them in action again. It's about a two-week wait, wait before uh, Coventry in the FA Cup, followed by Tottenham in the Premier League. So, Dean, how do you think the team are going to prepare ahead of those games? Well, I think a rest would, would be good um, for, for players if they get the opportunity. Um, some additional work on, on the training ground to get to keep improving and keep adapting. I, I've really enjoyed of late of the Southampton mixing up the formation. It's given them some variety. Um, is you know giving them a bit of um, surprise to other teams and not knowing what the selection will be. Um, so some recovery, some rest. Enjoy this result. Really enjoy this result because that's a, a really good thing for the group. It will bring them closer together. It will bring that belief and confidence. Um, but some rest as well. You know, gets they put such a huge effort in today. Um, and like you say, an important game against Coventry, a chance to progress in in the FA Cup, which is which is important. Um, a cut run always helps um, every team and, and Southampton are no different. Uh, we saw that last season and what that did for the for the football club. So um, some rest and recovery and, and go into that game thinking, OK, we can play a, a really strong team to try and get through to the next round. Yeah, Joe, I mean, you like to see with momentum and good results that not be halted by, say, uh, a break. But as Dean said, uh, the Saints in need of a, a little bit of rest now. Definitely, you can get players, hopefully Livermento comes back, obviously Alex McCarthy's close to coming back as well, so you'll virtually be full strength, I think, by the end of that break, and the FA Cup is a great opportunity, I think, this season for Southampton, and these unexpected points against Man City and other recent results, for me, it kind of takes the pressure off them. Uh, the games after Coventry and the Premier League come thick and fast in that week, your midweek games coming up, United away, Tottenham, um, and I just think you can, obviously, if pretty much afford to say, you know what, we're going to put our full strength team out against Coventry, go for it, 
try and get into the next round and get another uh, home tie against a lower league opponent because there's plenty of teams left who are from uh, down the league. So you've got to take it. You've got to take it head on. And I think now there's a lot of confidence about the team. Like Dean said, there's an air of unpredictability about who's going to play. So that's a really good thing. And they can rotate the team a lot. And the level doesn't really drop as much as it has in previous seasons. So, yeah, I'm feeling really confident um, where Saints are at at this point of the season. So great effort tonight. And uh, the team and the coaching staff need a lot of rest because that took them out of it. That, that, that was absolutely mammoth, mammoth effort. And it really did take it out of them tonight. So well done to everyone involved. Great performance. Yeah, it certainly was amazing. Well, Joe, Dean, thank you so much for talking to us this evening. It's been great again. Well, Southampton play out a 1-1 draw here at St. Mary's against Manchester City. A result that pleases everyone at the club. Now, it is going to be a little bit of a break before we're back on Saints Live. Although on the 5th of February, Coventry do come here in the FA Cup. We won't be back with you until the 9th of February where we travel to Tottenham. So enjoy the break and we'll see you soon.